Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. And I appreciate that. Today, uh, in our summer school series, we have got a guest. Um, it's been over a year and a half since he's been with us. We do stuff online all the time. Uh, he's affectionately known as my bro cuz because he's my cousin. Um, but uh, but he, he, here's a quick story. He, um, he's been in ministry for years. He'll tell you a little bit of his story. Um, but uh, we've obviously been family since forever, but we didn't really connect until 2019 uh, when he had a transition in his life. And uh, and since then, we've been locked in and connected. And last time he ministered for us, he talked about uh, how, uh, you know, and he can talk more about it, just uh, how that connection blessed and influenced his life. And, uh, and so I am so grateful today. He's going to share with you. It gives me a Sunday to take a seat. Amen. Not because I'm tired, um, but it's important. Uh, it's important um, that uh, that that even as a shepherd, uh, one of the things you have to learn how to do is you have to learn how to lead and run at the same time. And so today, I'm excited about the word that he's going to bring. It's going to speak life into it for everybody. Saying, "Ah, Bishop ain't finna preach." Yeah, let me go on it. Uh, uh-uh, uh, don't long off. For those of you in the building, don't you dare check out. Matter of fact, elbow the person next to you and say, "You need to hear everything he' about to say." My online family, listen, you need to hear everything he's about to say. Do not long off. Do not long off. This is why I don't tell y'all when I'm not preaching. I never tell you in advance because you ain't for the plan to be traveling that Sunday. But listen, um, he he is Pastor Dale Lawrence. He's from uh, the the city that reared me, Memphis, Tennessee, 901. And uh, I'm so excited about him being with us today. Stretch your hands this way and just say, blessed be the man, my God that comes in the name of the Lord. Speak, man of God. Harvest is open. We are ready and we will obey. Come on, give him a warm Mile High City online. Everybody, Atlanta, Denver. Come on, y'all celebrate the man of God as he comes. Pastor Dale Lawrence. Amen. Harvest, what's happening? Yeah. Let's get to the business. Let's get to the business. Uh, Before I get started, I just want you to hug three people and let them know it's a blessing to be in this place. That's what I want you to say. Three people. That's that's 1.5. You already disobedient. Three people. (laughs) Don't think you're going to get away from this. Three people. It says a blessing. I'm blessed to be in this place. Once you do that, you may be seated. Oh, I'm excited to be with you. I love Harvest because I love. Oh man, come on! I love you back. 
Love Harvest, man. I love it. I was so excited to get the opportunity uh, for what I believe is one of the greatest gifts to the kingdom and to the world. And Harvest, I need you to help me celebrate your bishop. Because before... Before he was the people's bishop, he was your bishop. He is your bishop. Forever will be your bishop. I salute you, my brother. I love you. Man, look, I'm telling you right now, I've only been saved for 23 years and you can't trust me now. I love that man right there. And if anybody do anything, Tony, I know you here. I know y'all here. But, but I'm just going to tell y'all, let me get them first. Oh, I'm cruising for a bruising. I ain't been to jail in a long time. I'm comfortable with going back <laughs> over him. You did. <laughs> y'all forgive me online. Forgive me. Forgive me. They say, I know people online say, what kind of thug they got up in there today? <laughs> y'all be seated, man. Be seated. Just brief history for those online, those who don't know. Uh, yes, that is my bro, cuz, but I'm from Memphis, as you can see, as you can tell, Memphis is still in me. And, um, and, and, and professionally, I started in a group called Three Six Mafia, so that's, that's where that thug come from. But God brought me out of that group in 2000 and put me in the kingdom, and for 23 years, yeah, 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 yeah. But when God brought me out, y'all, he didn't tell me that I was going to be a pastor. I was under the impression that I was going to rap for God, you know, because I was, you know, rapping for the world, you know, prior to. So I'm like, okay, I gave my life to God, so I'm going to rap for God. And, and I did that. You know, I started a record company and signed uh, Canton Jones and my brother from the ATL and, and a brother by the name of Molly Music, and we just took the world by storm. Oh, y'all heard in there. Okay. Yeah. And we took the world by storm. But, but along that journey, you know, God told me that he wanted me to be a pastor. And, and um, you know, I had no type of example, no type of um, schooling or knowledge to do that. And, and I had to go through that process out of obedience. And... Um, you know, like I said, I'm from Memphis, man, the city of hustle and flow. And, and let me tell you something, it's hard out here for a preacher. Y'all ain't gonna let me be myself. It's hard out here for a preacher. Forget a pimp. Forget a pimp. At least a pimp can gorilla pimp. At least a pimp is common for them to put hands Oh, 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 okay, all right, all right. It's common for them to put hands on their prostitutes. <laughs> but it's hard out here for a preacher because some of these folks make you want to put hands, feet, nails, <laughs> and everything because we give our lives. Literally. I'm talking to you as a pastor. I, I told bro, cuz, just sit down, man. Let me, let me just do me today. Let me do me today. And, and, and it's not just about, you know, him. It's for all pastors. You know, the, I've been looking at the statistics, man, and it's crazy. Um, you know, 1,700 pastors quit. That we, we give our lives for this, you know, and, 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 and just put yourself in our seat just for a moment, just for the time that we're here. 
you know, you, 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 you sacrifice. <laughs> you sacrifice so much. Some of us sacrifice being husbands, being fathers, and we dedicate ourselves to your children. We, we baptize, we lay hands, we pray, we, you know, when, when your child is in trouble and we come and we're there and, we're, and, and we give so much of ourselves and pastors, man, you know, they spit in your face for them to only turn on you, for them to be easily offended at correction when we're only just doing what God has called us to do. Trying to be the best we can be. And when I looked at, you know, he told me your series was summer school, you know, and every school needs a teacher. And Harvest, let me tell you something. God has given you the best teacher. I'm telling you. And he'll tell you, it's, it's times that I call him up. I say, boy, you, pre- you did your good preaching today. I say, you, you, you did, he don't, he don't, he don't be knowing I be tuning in, but I, sometimes he'll hit me and I call him up. I say, boy, you did your thing today. Man, you know, you should thank God for the gift of Bishop Kevin Foreman. As a matter of fact, I'm going to teach from this subject today. Lord, thank you for my gift. And 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 I already feel it. I may get emotional today because I remember for my first five years of ministry, um, I did not have a gift, uh, a spiritual father. Um, I had went to seminary and, and I had served in churches and, and, uh, been, you know, I did Megafest and Creflo Dollar and Miles Monroe. I've been everywhere. Uh, but I didn't have a voice that registered to me. And it was in 2005 that Canton said, man, you you know, you need a pastor, man. You need, you need a shepherd. I said, I know, I know. I said, I know it ain't like I ain't trying to find one. I know I need one. Um, but, but, you know, a gift that comes in the form of a pastor is given. Because gifts are given. Unto us a child is born, a child is given. Jesus is our gift, right? Because it was given. This man has been given to you by God. It's a gift. And one thing I, I, how I knew about my gift is when I met him, and I'm just walking you through my testimony, uh, I happened to be at his church because his son saw me at Creflo Dollar's church. And his son was an aspiring uh, CEO, and he wanted to do basically, he saw what I did and wanted to do what I do. So the pastor had took me in the back and he said, uh, man, my son really loves you, and, and, and if you could, I would like, you know, you to mentor him. And I'm like, sure, you know, no problem because I'm, I'm a giver, I'm a sower, I believe in that, I love the church, I, I love the energy of the church, and I'm setting you up just to, to, before I even tell you how it happened. Uh, and, and then, and this is already, Kent had already told me that I need a pastor. So it already was kind of in my spirit, but I was like, just searching, you know, just searching. Like, okay, well, you know, I, you know, I don't know, am I searching or, or how will I know? How will I know? And then I remember a scripture saying that my sheep know my voice. So what that tells me in that particular text is that It's a frequency of the man's voice that I can go online and listen to a lot of voices, but only one will tap into my soul frequency 
that will make me come alive and make me follow him, right? So as we're in the meeting with this pastor, as we're in the meeting, I tell him I'm a mentor his son, and then the next thing out of his mouth is, what can I do for you? I had never heard that before. And I had been around the greats, right? Been around everybody. But it wasn't just what he said, King. It was the frequency. I can't describe it. It was something spiritual that when he said, what can I do for you? When he said that, something in my spirit said, That's your father. That's him. And when he said that, I said, I need a father. And in that instant, it didn't take long. I didn't have to go through no class. I didn't have to go through all no hoops and hurdles. He said, I will be happy to be there. And watch this. I never even heard him preach. Let me come off the stage now. Y'all know when I come off the stage, it's get real. I didn't even have to hear him preach. I didn't know nothing about his doctrine, nothing like that. It was the frequency of his voice that made me register. And his willingness, it was so easy for him to accept me. Now, I never knew my father growing up, so I needed a father for two different reasons, spiritual and natural. And he fulfilled both. This man was the late, great Pastor Greg Pope. He passed in 2017. And when I tell you my soul was crushed, because he was my gift. And I don't understand how people can take advantage See, I'm cut from a different cloth. See, you got some people out here that disrespect their gift, leave their gift, withhold from their gift. Let me tell you something. I was so dedicated to that man. Let me tell you how dedicated I was. And see, and, 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 ah, and the relationship with your gift is so important. I would fly in. He, he was, he, his ministry is in Tampa, Florida. I would fly in on a whim, much like I do with my brokers. I just pop in on a Bible study, and I would sit in the back. I wouldn't even tell people I'm there. I'd just come in. I'd take a back seat in the back. And the way his church was, like the, the audience was dark and the stage was lit. But because I was his sheep, He said, is that Dale? Because, you know, when I look, because when, when I'm around my gift, something ignites in me. And so I'm, you know, I'm in the back going, yeah, amen, preaching, talking. I'm, I, I can't be quiet when my gift is doing this thing. And I don't know what, where this comes from, but everybody tell me, you have a distinct voice. So, so, so it pierces across the crowd. So he, he, like, he'll hear me, and I see him like kind of doing this, but not really. I'm like, no, they can't be Dale. I, he, he didn't tell me he was coming in. And then after a while, he'd be like, is Dale in here? Or he'll just cut through the darkness. You just, mi- you just missed it. You just missed it. You just missed it. Even when I wasn't speaking, he would cut through the darkness and notice that his son was in the building. You don't know what it is to carry the personal weight of his family, his ministry, his children, but yet still Carry the way to notice you in your dark places. 
Somebody say, well, Dale, how you know Bishop know this? Because I'm watching every week and I'm hearing him speak to stuff that I don't even tell him about. And I'm like, boy, God is talking to you. Now, if I'm saying that and this is your gift, what the hell you doing? All right. Now, let's get to the message. Let's get to the message. Oh, he a gift. God gives gifts to a man of God. Ephesians 4.11. Let's look at that. Ephesians 4.11. Let me give you the word. Y'all keep my time. Keep my time. Y'all let me know because I'm, I'm in there. So we go go. Man. God gives gift to a man of God. And that man of God becomes a gift to you. Man, y'all don't understand. I came to, to y'all's church one time, and you saw the absolute honor that I have for your pastor. I broke down and cried because God loved me enough to give me the same frequency that even though my spiritual father had left this earth that I can now tap into this gift and like I said I'm not even here but I feel in my spirit that he has not been valued He don't tell me this. It's some stuff that I just notice because when I'm in relationship with people, I study them. I study them. I, I, study, I study their frequency and consistency. I'm like, okay, this week you sounded cool and sounded normal when we were talking, but then this week I didn't, something was off. And of course, being a pastor, you know, you got to always put on. Blessed and highly favored, man of God. But I'm a pastor. And I hurt. I'm disappointed. So I can recognize it when I see it in him. What does it say? Is it up? Put it up, Ephesians. Let me read it on this big screen. Put it up, Ephesians, yeah. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. Stop that. Y'all know how I go. I chew my food before I swallow it. So we go dissect the text. Let's go. Now these are the gifts. Who are these? Me, him, pastors. What, what, what's this? He gives an apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers okay all right but let's go back now these are the gifts that christ gave you didn't choose him therefore you can't fire them you can't and if you speak on them you're speaking on christ Now, what the devil would love to have you believe is that a pastor is like a politician. We can vote him in. You got to impress us. And, and, and even pastors carry that type of pressure uh, without them even saying it. Every, every Sunday, they got to get up here and hit. They got to bat a thousand. Every, every midweek, they got to bat a thousand. Everything, but it is Christ using us to give this to you. So let, 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 let's get it started from the beginning. It, it, it is God who gave you your gift. Their responsibility is to equip God's people. Equip you. Not do it for you, but equip you to do. 
his work and build up the church, which is the body of Christ. And your gift come with some more benefits too. Look at Jeremiah 23, 4. Jeremiah 23 and 4. The Bible says this, uh, the DRB version, I, and I will set up pastors and I will, this is God talking. So again, we see that this don't got nothing to do. God sent me past Pope. Even Ken was, even while Ken was saying, it wasn't me choosing. See, you think you can shop for your pastors. This ain't Amazon. This ain't eBay. When it comes to your spirituality and who you are in this earth, by God, it is God who gives to you. Let's read it. And I will set up pastors over them and they shall feed them. And I know y'all getting fed because I get fed. Oh, I just heard the whole, we got a download y'all. And they shall feed them, not you feed off of him. I sense there's been some zombies in harvest. And I'm here to drive all of you zombie ninjas out of here. You've been feeding off of him. This will explain the times when I talk to you and the frequency is off. Somebody been chewing on them. Let's go, Holy Ghost. And they shall feed them. Watch this. They shall fear no more. Fear no more. And they shall not be dismayed. And, and none shall be wanting of their number, saith the Lord. He should not have any issues with feeding you. In everything, you, you're supposed to make sure your gift is comfortable. Okay, okay, let's keep going. Okay, let me give you three points. Three points and I'm done. Yeah, I don't preach very long. Three points, three points, and I'm done. I want to give you. Y'all ready? Your gift should be three things, so we're going to make them all S's. Okay, we're going to make them all S's so you can remember, all right? All right? Okay, okay. Now, we see the responsibility that God gives us to feed you and to give to you, right? We see that. I, I have no doubt in my mind that he does that. But what is your responsibility to him? That's what I'm here for today. Because as much as I'm cruising for bruising, I ain't got time to go to jail. I don't. I, I don't got time. I got stuff to do. I got a, I got a whole ministry back in Memphis. I got a Soul Times movement. I, I, I don't got time to go to jail, so please don't make me come back here. Not for that. Let me come back for this. Amen. Okay, so here it is. The first thing. Say, this is my gift. Point at him. Say, that's my gift. Okay, okay. Now you need to understand something about a gift. Number one, here's the first S. Your gift should be, write it down, because I need to, as a matter of fact, make a note, make a note, make a note, make a note. Look like a lot of y'all doing it because he teach you well. He's doing this thing. Here it is. My, my gift should be, number one, S, supported. My gift should be supported. I told you about the statistics, 1,700 pastors quit monthly. Monthly. Pastor is, a, is the least respected profession just above a car salesman. You know how we feel about them. 50% of pastors starting won't make it five years. They will not make it. They will not make it. These are the statistics. Listen to me. 70% of pastors fight depression on a daily basis. So not only do they got to fight the devil, they got to fight depression too. Uh, doctors, lawyers, and pastors, these are statistics, have a high drug abuse, alcoholism, and suicide rate. 
Your gift is in a statistic to where every week he's fighting to do what God called him to do. I need you to feel this. I need you to feel this. So, so, so let's, look at the, let's look at the text. Mark 14, 27. I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. If anything happens to him, it automatically affects you. This is why he needs to be supported. If he is supported, 1 Corinthians 14 and 12, that, that then he, you as harvest can excel as a whole. For the Bible says, strive to excel in building up the church. How can he build something that termites keep eating away? It's time to exterminate the termites. Don't look down now. You telling on yourself, I see you online. I see you in the spirit. It's time to exterminate <laughs> the termites. Ah. Oh. We're going to make this confession all through my message. Say it again. I love my gift. I support my gift. Number two, your gift should be strengthened. Number two, S, your gift should be strengthened. Hebrews 13 and 7, obey your spiritual leaders. Obey your spiritual leaders. Obey your, obey you're, uh, you got a problem with that, don't you? Obey your, well, I don't got the same shout off of that that we get off of, it's your prosperous year, it's your six-figure year. I'm going to need the same energy when he was up here talking about your year, your money, your six figures. Obey your spiritual leader. Obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work, their work, their work, what we're called to do is to watch over your souls. That's a difficult task. Come on now, be real with me. You know you. And I ain't talking about the you you portray publicly. I'm talking about the you that God knows privately that he puts on his mind when he's praying for you. So it's your soul and then countless others. He don't just pass the what's in this building. He passes people all over the world online. He's a constant unit for heaven's frequency, constantly feeding him information to pray for. Look at, look at, look at the text. Watch over your souls, and they are accountable not to you. Not, not to you. Not to you. I told you we need to get this politician spirit out of the world right now. That God has set this man. So therefore, God, he's accountable to God. And don't you think for one second God ain't on his job. Don't you think for one second that God is not on his job? And don't you think for one second God has employed you to help him make him accountable? Look at your neighbor and say, God don't need you. God don't need you. He don't need you. He don't need you. God got him. Yeah. He's accountable to God. Oh, this is good. Here it is, here it is, watch this. Your gift is more than just a social media influencer. He's accountable to God for you. 
give him the reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow, that would certainly not be, not, whoa, 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 the text don't say it won't be for his benefit. It said it won't be good for your benefit. Now that's Bible. Are you reading the Bible? Oh, let me, oh, let me, let me just give you that last part again. Give them reason to show up for your funky tail every week. Lord, help me up in here, somebody. Look, look, look. You, you know you a mess. Your own family don't even fool with you, and then you expect to help. Your own friends don't answer your phone call. Your own friends ain't praying for you. That fool you laying with, oh my God. That fool you laying with giving you pipe and problems, but he is praying. But he is praying. He is praying. He is praying. Give him a reason. He ain't giving no benefit. You give another folk to go. Oh, oh, okay, all right. Dale, come back. Come back. Come back. Come back, Dale. You ain't in Memphis. Come back, Dale. You at Harvest. Stick to the Bible, Dale. Teach the Bible, Dale. And not with sorrow. That certainly will not be for your benefit. Ooh, somebody better get me up out of here. Bishop, I think we did. Well, we pulled the wrong move by putting me up here today. <laughs> okay. Stick to the Bible. <laughs> Your gift ain't making no excuses. So why'd you give him any? Bishop, I wanted to make it. Oh, but I had to do it. Luke 14, 17. And at that time, for the banquet, he sent his servant. And he, all those he had invited, come for everything is now ready. But all of them begin to make excuses. Excuses. Write this down. Excuses don't need to be explained. You ain't going to get that till you're driving home. I'm going to say it again and I'll break it down for you. Excuses don't need to be explained. Usually when, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm coming. You, you just slow down. I'm working this. You just slow down and take it. Okay, here we go. Yeah, you, you trying to rush. I'm from Memphis. We do it slow down there. Slow motion for me. Slow, all, right, all right, come back there. All right. Slow motion. Slow motion. I'm telling you, you go get this work. I'm telling you, we got to dissect the food. Excuses don't need to be explained. Why, Dale? Because when you explain excuses, you're fathering the evil that you did. Because an excuse ain't nothing but a demonic crutch for the uncommitted. Let me back that thing up. Let me go. All right. Excuses is a, how, how did God give a, a demonic crutch for the uncommitted? I just couldn't pass. I couldn't. I, I had it a sit show. So excuses don't need to be explained. You're uncommitted. And ladies, you should know this better than anybody. When, when that man be giving you excuses why he couldn't call you, why he couldn't show up, why he ain't being there for you, like you're uncommitted. That's all it is. And excuses don't need to be explained. You don't got to even waste my time with giving me an excuse. Your actions have spoken. 
Okay, okay, okay. Number one, what's the first S? He must be supported. Number two, he must be what? Strengthened, yeah. And, 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 and number three, he must be, your gift must be sown into. It must, he must. Ooh, he must be sown into. Now, I'm not going to go on no more of my rants. I'm going to keep it Bible on this one, maybe. First Timothy, <laughs> First Timothy 5 and 17, elders, which, which is pastors, watch this, who do their work well. Y'all have already told me. And really, you didn't have to tell me. I know he does his work well. Watch this. So therefore, he should be respected and paid with this Bible. And paid well, especially those who work hard at both preaching and teaching. And he does both. Everybody can't do both. No, no, that, that's real. Everybody does not walk in the double anointing like that. You either go get good preaching or you'll get somebody very calm and that's just going to teach you. But y'all get both in him. Somebody say he got the double. He got the double. Man, listen, let me tell y'all something before I close this thing out. Whew. My gift, Pastor Paul. I remember I was booked to, to do a gig in Memphis. It was a paid gig. And out of nowhere, my pastor called me. And he said, son. I said, hey, what's up, Pop? He said, I'm stranded in some country town like in Missouri somewhere. I don't even remember the name of the town. That's how small it was. And what he was doing was he was driving cross country. He was just driving in his Porsche. So he was going cross country. And that's just what he, see, pastors need escape. They need to be able to get away and they have their own things. I, I do that too. I don't, I don't drive cross country, but I, 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 I drive around, you know, I drive around Memphis, you know what I'm saying? And just, just sometimes just taking the nature, you know, you're watching over people's souls and, and people that don't even care about you. So give us something. We need something. Right. So, 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 so my pastor was doing that. He was on this cross country drive and, 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 you know, now looking at it in hindsight, you know, he ended up passing not too much longer after that. So it's no telling what was going on between him and God and what he was saying. You know, you, you just don't know. Uh, you know, you just don't know about that. But it wasn't. But a, a couple of months later, he passed. But 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 he called me and I will always value this. He called me. He said, I'm stranded. I said, where you at? Where you at? And, and, and you know, and you know, with pastors, you know, you get a little nervous because everybody don't love like you love. And the and, and, and the core of love is reciprocity. It's not just me giving to you but you giving back to me that's what makes love a circle that's what makes it a circle that's why everything God created was circular planet solar system everything he spoke is circles circles he says if you give I give back to you that's what love is supposed to be that's how you find out if relationships are real if you are the only one doing all the giving and you're not getting nothing back the relationship ain't real you need to cut it off relationships should not be lines they should be circles God. So, so, so watch this. He didn't even have to explain it all without me even knowing where he was. I said, where you at? He said, well, well, well I know you got, I said, Pop, mm -mm, no, 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 no. Call them folk, canceled it. I had to be there. I, I, I was on my way to the gig. But my daddy called. My gift called. And my gift for the first time needed me. I'm cut from a different cloth. I don't know if y'all feel just, just the opportunity to sow back 
into a man that when he was in trouble, you could have called anybody. But you called your boy, you called your son. It must have been something in me that he knew if I'm stranded, but I got a son in Memphis. I got in my truck, got in my truck, got the address, boom, 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 punching the GPS, I'm rolling. And I'm excited too, because, watch this, because you know, right now, y'all, you know, you, you get limited. To be able to be in the car with your gifts. And watch this. And when I was with him, I barely said anything. I just want to soak it up. Only thing I was doing since, I was just saying, so tell me, I, I, I would just give him topics and I just would shut up. I said, I just want to hear you talk. Ooh, it is giving me chills now. Listen, I'm telling you, ain't no orgasm like your gift. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. Ain't no high. Ain't no natural thing that when you're connected to your God, when you're connected to your gift, and he speaks it to you, it's equivalent to the same power that brought Jesus to a grave. And he said, move the stone. Why did he say move the stone? Because stone is offense. Let me take, let me take you to the Bible. Ezekiel, when Ezekiel, and I'm about to hear, when Ezekiel talks about stone, he talks about a stony heart and how word can go forth, but it won't penetrate stone. And how do you become stone? You become stone because the enemy has tricked you into making you think that your gift is really a curse to you. He holding me back. He mistreated me. I don't like the way he talk. I don't like the way he dress. Who gives a, who cares what you like? God gave him to you. So clearly, he knew what you needed. Let me ask you this. Do you trust God? We always say that, yeah, we trust God. Then why don't you trust his decisions? His decision was to give you the gift of Bishop Kevin Foreman. So when you show me that you got a problem with him, that means you got a problem with God. I don't trust God. My daddy, my father, my gift, he was talking and he got to a point where he he was getting passionate and then he slapped his hand on my dashboard and he cracked it. And then he said, I'm sorry. He said, did I do that? I said, no, don't worry about it. Keep going. It's a message there. It's a message there. Your gift may say something. And he may do something that may crack you. But you got to be mature enough. You got to be mature enough to say, bring the pain, baby. Bring the pain. Whatever you did, I must need it. So bring the pain. I'm done. I'm done. First Corinthians 9, 14, and I'm out of here. In the same way the Lord ordered that those who preach the good news should be supported by those who benefit from them. They should be supported. I supported my spiritual father by showing up. I supported him by giving him money at the drop of a hat. I just send the money. Every time I thought of it, I just blessed him. Just send the money. But the biggest blessing was when he was stranded in the middle of nowhere and me to be there and to pick him up and take him to the airport and then, then them to leave that Porsche in some country town. They didn't even have the time. They said, man, we ain't never worked on a Porsche before. This is a country town. He had to fly in the tire so that they could put it on. I mean, what was you going to do? You can't, 
towed that thing back to Florida. He in the middle of nowhere. So so they so Porsche had to send them the rail and the tire with instructions. <laughs> Cause ain't no Porsches in this area. So not only was I committed in his crisis, I was there with the follow-up. I said, Daddy, when you come back, I'm taking you to pick it up. You don't even got to worry about picking you, you come from the airport. I will drive you there because I want some more time with my gift. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And I have no problem sowing into the man that changed my life forever. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Father, in the name of Jesus, if I've zombied my gift at any point, I may have gotten distracted by the cares of this world. I may have forgotten what this gift means to me. Because sometimes, you know, on your birthday and Christmas, you can get gifts and misplace them. You can be like, oh man, I forgot I had that. Come on, somebody. You could get a gift that you may not have wanted but needed. And you sit it somewhere and be like, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. I appreciate the thought, but I don't need it. But God knew you needed it. And you've misplaced it. You used to be on fire. You used to defend. And now you have people. And you sat back in the barbershop, in the beauty shop. And sat back online while they spoke on your man of God. And you said nothing. You need to repent. Your life has been a, has ran astray because you haven't valued the gift that God has given you. This is your opportunity to say, Lord, forgive me for misusing, misvaluing my gift. From this day forth, if nobody, nobody stands with him, he ought to be able to look at you and have a reason to carry on. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. You ought to give him a reason to show up and preach through the zombies because it was me. I was once dead. I was once lost. And it was your word, Bishop, that brought me out. How dare I forget? How dare I let the enemy steal that? I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Right now, I'm on this Soul Ties tour, and I teach on relationships. But let me tell you something about relationships that's so, so, so sad. Just because the people are still married, just because the person is still in a relationship, doesn't mean that they're there. You may be saying, but I'm still showing up. I'm still singing. I'm still serving. But truth be told, you've emotionally left him. You're doing it out of routine instead of love. Love is patient. Love is kind. When I read those statistics, I almost cried because I'm like, God, you know how many times I wanted to just die? You know how many times that I just wanted to say F all of this because it wasn't our choice to be in these positions. God chose us. So at least, at the very least, what you can do 
is what 2 Timothy said and just make it easy for him. Make him do it with joy. And this is how much God cares about us. He said, if you don't do it, it won't be for your benefit. And some of y'all life has been kicking your tail. And you wondering why. Because you devalued your gift. Stretch your hands towards your gift. Because I'm telling you right now. I'm dropping the cuz. My brother would not leave this earth prematurely. Because of a secret hurt. Of the depression that other pastors go through and can't tell nobody and can't talk to nobody because they have to wear the mask of being strong. I already told you in the beginning, I will go to jail over him. But I don't need to be the one here representing that. It needs to be someone here on watch to say, if everybody turn and leave, I will follow you. Give me that Elijah spirit where at every point people were trying to talk Elijah out of following Elijah and he said he would tell them, shut up. Wherever you go, man of God, I'm going up. So just speak life right now. Speak life. Speak support. Speak strength. And from this moment on, so strengthen and support your gift. Because the higher he goes, the higher you go. It won't be for you. The Bible says it won't be for your benefit. So this ain't about serving a man. This is about serving God through the man. That's what it's about. Say, Bishop, you are my gift. I treasure you. I adore you. I support you. I will strengthen you. And I will sow into you until God come and get me. In Jesus' name, amen. If none of you mean it, I do. Wow, can you just clap your hands and thank God? Wow. Everybody stand in the building and online. Everybody stand in the building and online. Listen, two things that I want to do. One, just stretch your hands. Father, we pray that everything that's been poured, that you'd replenish. Where's camera four? We pray that everything that has been poured, that you would replenish. Everything that has been poured, God, that you would re-strengthen, God. And I pray, Lord, that this word did not fall on deaf ears, God. I pray that it would fall on the ears of those that would be doers. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Can you release a great praise for a great God right there? Wow. Um, so much that I could say, I'll have to say it at the 1115, uh, but I appreciate you and love you, man of God. And, and since he said that, even when he came about a year and a half ago, it was in December on a Wednesday, uh, he has done just that. Every time I look, he's sowing something into me. Every time I turn around, he's sowing something into me. Every time he's blessed me, he gasses me up. He'll call me and just, I mean, just start, all, I mean, I just literally, when I, I just, I just call him. He, uh, this is the 9.15. What's up at the <laughs> When I be in the gym working out, he'd be like, go and get the sexy on, man. Go get <laughs> well, it's such a blessing. Uh, I make sure I keep strong men around me because the Bible says iron sharpens iron. Touch the person next to you. Say, check your circle. Maybe you feel weak because you got punks around you. I'll say it again because I didn't like your response. I said, maybe you feel weak because you got punks around you. 
You need some people around you that when you feel it low, you can call them and they can be like, go on, do that thing. Come on, let's get it together. You need to go eat. Let's go eat and strategize. Let's go get a plan. I pray that in the second half, God will make your circle a circle that is iron, that strengthens you, that increases you, that builds you. Come on, open up your mouth. Say, in the second half, my circle will increase in Jesus' name. Heads about eyes closed today. If you need to become a Christian, um, God is the great shepherd of our souls. He gives you an earthly shepherd, but he's the great shepherd. And for some of you today, in this building and online, you need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. If that's you, on the count of three, you're going to do the hand wave emoji online or say it's me. In this building, you're going to slip your hand up. If you're not sure, today's your day to be sure. One, two, three. If that's you, respond wherever you're at. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Online, you do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Wherever you're at, wherever you are at, everybody pray this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life in Jesus' name. You just prayed that prayer. Take your phone out, scan the QR code, or text Harvest to 55498 into the option for salvation because we want to give you the tools to know what to do next. I'm a shepherd. Shepherds lead the sheep. I want to walk you through what to do next. Secondly, some of you are saved, but you, you've not connected. I love that. Excuses are demonic crutches that are used by the uncommitted. I'm going to give you credit for it the next two times. I'm going to send you an offering to purchase it from you, and therefore it will be mine. Listen. Oh, I'm sewing into that and I'm taking that. I'm going to put a spin on it and that will become a Bishop Foreman saying, look, they steal my stuff all the time. I'm going to at least pay you for yours, huh? That was good. Uh, and so, it, listen, if you need a shepherd, you can live in Denver, you can live in Atlanta, anywhere across America, around the world. He's right. The majority of who I pastor, I've never met. Um, you all, there are over 11,000 people that are connected to Harvest through our database. And I only tell you that to just tell you, um, that God, I was we were writing sharing this yesterday. I said, you know, I understand why God did certain things a certain way, uh, because if He made me too comfortable in the city, I would have only focused on the city. And I need you to speak this over your life. Say, but I'm bigger than my zip code. Let that be revelation for some of you. God never lets you get too comfortable in certain geographic places, because you will get too comfortable in that place, and then your comfort becomes your cap. So he makes sure you're not comfortable so that you keep reaching for more. Come on, y'all. We got to move on. But can I just prophesy this? Somebody say, in the second half, I'm getting it all. Come on. Everything's got for me. You have property here, there, and everywhere. Come on. Put your name in the atmosphere. Say your first and last name. And your name's about to be brought up. And favor's about to find you. Hallelujah. But listen. Some of you, some of you, if you know I'm your shepherd, sheep know the voice of their shepherd. Jeremiah 3.15, I give you shepherds after my own heart. Connect and be a part of the Harvest family. No previous church experience necessary. You know what blesses me is now we're seeing many more international people connecting from the UK and South Africa. And they're saying, we can't send the 55498 text. We need the other text number. How do we do it? It's, it's so, so amazing. So if you want to be a part of the family, you just scan the QR code at text Harvest at 55498 and go to the option for join HC. Guys, if you came in late, you weren't able to give get your giving ready if you want to sow the seal get you ready here's our seed today here's what i heard as you were sowing today this is a, a year of jubilee but i think for many um this word is going to be the jubilee for them um and so our seed today is 50 50 is our seed so if it's about to have 50 get as close as you can to it some of you may want to do like me i always do double because i want double i don't want what everybody else gets that doesn't interest me i want what everybody else can't have and if you sow like everybody, like, watch me, and if you sow different than everybody else, you reap different than everybody else. We you just elbow the person next to you and say, you're not like everybody else. He was preaching about me as a shepherd, but I'm sowing into this, and here's why. Everything he said is exactly the same way that I operate with my gift. Um, he never has to wonder about me. In fact, I told my pastor, I said, um, you're going to have to get rid of me because I ain't going nowhere. And I said, and I know a lot of people say that. I said, I'll show you better than I can tell you. Because talk is cheap. Actions speak. People promise you the world on Monday, and then please remove me from your email list on Tuesday. 
click unsubscribe yourself, okay? Listen, um, <laughs> but, but that's how people do, right? People tell you they love you and they don't want nobody else but you on Wednesday. And by Thursday, I don't know. Um, actions, actions, <laughs> actions speak. Talk is cheap. And so uh, that's the way that I am. My late bishop, I didn't know your pastor died in 2017. My late bishop died in 2017 too. And uh, I said, God, who, who, who? I said, no one will ever sit in that seat but that frequency. And so my pastor, I make sure he's good. I check on him. He got everything he need, but I check him. So you need something? You need this? I get the greatest joy when he gives me projects. And I drop everything else I'm doing to make that project my top priority. He asked me to do something. I said, yes, sir. I would jump, spend a whole half a day doing something. Stopped everything. What I had to do didn't matter because he needed something. I sold that. And I thank God I will reap that. Yeah. Amen. I love you, 915. You got your seed. And what is the name of this seed? You're going to call this, so T-Y-F-M-G. T-Y-F-M-G. Thank you for my gift. You ain't the only hip-hop. <laughs> I just mess I just mess uh, But I appreciate him. Amen. You got your giving ready? Lift it towards the Lord in the building and online. Say, Father, I sow into your kingdom, not grudgingly, nor of necessity, because you love a cheerful giver. As I sow, I know that a harvest has been prepared for me. Goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life. Everywhere I look, I see breakthrough. I see favor. I see increase. All things work together for my good. Thank you for my gift. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you and our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, an infant formula company on a mission to get a lot closer to the most super, super food on the planet, breast milk. Our patented protein blend has more of the important and most abundant proteins actually found in breast milk. We're the first and only U.S.-made formula to use organic, grass-fed whole milk, not skim. We even conducted the largest clinical trial by a new infant formula company in a quarter century with clinically proven benefits like easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus a leading infant formula. And we make our own formula in the USA and our very own factories in Iowa, Oregon, and Pennsylvania. Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.